0: Now started on the review of yesterday's daf, daf Zayin, and then we'll get to today's daf. So, what did we learn yesterday? So, we started off talking. Rabbi said a very interesting thing that uh, that both Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Hananiah ben Akavia say the same thing. We will be introduced to Rabbi Hananiah ben Akavia's uh, Mishnah coming up in today's daf, but. Uh, Nevertheless, Rabbi Yudu, we just mentioned over here, who said that the, the kosal that's between the mechitza, the the kosal that's between the two properties, qualifies in its own right as the um, as the divider that you don't need to put a separate mechitza by the water. So he's very lenient in that regard when it comes to water. And Rabbi Chanan ben Akav also, because the Mishnah coming up says that Rabbi Chanan ben Akav says that if you have a platform that has four Dalet Amas or Dalet Amas, which if you break it down into, um, if you break down the four Amas, we know that every Amah is six Tfachim. So that's 24 by 24 Tfachim. That means you can cut out a box in the middle of four by four, and then there's going to be sufficient um, board uh, next to that, that will be ten Tfachim, on every direction, and since that's the case, because right, if you take four in the middle, there's ten and ten. That's twenty-four total, and bo- all, on all four sides, and therefore, it's we do what's called according to the the Menachav. You do a kof v'god. You fold down the sides and uh, then you can sink it down into the water, and that's how you can be able to draw out your water. So you see how lenient also is a very lenient opinion when it comes to water. So they're both of the same, says Rabbi, they're both of the same opinion. So on that, the Gemara says, that um, Abaye says, how do you know? I mean, the one is not necessarily the same opinion as the other because they're saying very different things. Because in other words, maybe Rabbi Udu said, that the, the wall that's between the two properties suffices. That's because um, is because you, all you're doing is a good aches. You take the wall that's there and you're lowering it down. So that's one um, uh, uh, one chiddush and that's good enough and that's all that Reb Yud is willing to say. But what Rabbi Chanan ben Akavya was taking it a step further he's saying you say what's called kof Vigod. First you have to fold down the walls, the, the, the floor, and make it into walls, and then sink it down into the water. That's like much more of a hiddish, and maybe Reb Yehudah would never say that. And even Rabbi Ben-Nakaviyah maybe doesn't agree to Rabbi Yehuda, Uh because he only said that heter when it comes to the Yam Shaltveria, when it comes to the t- Sea of Tiberias, the Yam Kinneret, but anywhere else he would not. And the reason why that's more lenient is because it's a sea that has walls on all of its sides. It's not like a beach front. It's walled in on every side, so it's like more of a, basically it's kind of like a pool in that regard, and therefore maybe that would be different. Okay. Um, so, any other water he wouldn't allow, so the bottom line is you can extrapolate one from the other. Now, Baye says in the analysis of Rabbi Khanani Ben Akavya, comes out that once you accept the concept that you can fold things down and or bend things and then make it into the wall so it'll come out a number of other leniencies so says a bay according to if it's very close to the wall less than three token away so then all you need is that its length should be four amas in meaning side to side four amas the and its width aharas um, are eleven amas and a bit, and then all you need to do is uh, all you need to do. Again, you'll fold over the one tefach on either side, and you know down to ten tefachim. So that's the 20, That's why you need twenty-four wide, and then you're going to have on the. I mean, going out, you're going to have only eleven because the one you're going to cut out a little bit. And then that'll add up to the three. And then you fold down the other side and there's still ten going down. So this way you'll also have a wall of ten if you use the wall of the building as well as the good, the, um, as well as the, what we call, um, um, the lavud of the th- less than three t'vachim, and then you cut got itself another wall. So that's another way to go down. That's shita, That's one din that Abayah adds on to Rebbechanan and ibn then he says, and if you have a board that's standing, that's uh, that's upright, so then you have another Eitzah, another little bit of a trick. Um, you can, as long as it's ten Tfachim tall, and it's six Tfachim wide, and a little bit more on either side, so then you would be able to basically fold the ends in to make it again a box of four by four with th- with all four walls, because the wall of your build of the, of the building, plus the one side that goes down, and the two uh, ledges that fold in, plus the lavud, will be a good granted a good total of four walls. And Rav Huna says that even if it's and if it's on a corner, then you need even less material because all it needs is ten tefachim tall, and its width needs to be two t'vachim and two little bits over that that this way they be, they dip into the three t'vachim on either side, and all you're doing is folding that board into a corner piece and making it um, fit. And that's and that's another etzah, according to Rebbe Hanayin, B'neka because I got two proper walls at a corner, plus I got the lavud, plus I got the corner piece, This this one flat board that I'm folding into corner pieces, that's sticking now into the Three tzvahim, so therefore there's still lavar, and I got four walls, and I'm able to draw the water out that way. So the Gemara says, So when does Hananyaz Din, who says that you got to have four by four, four Amas by four Amas, ever apply? So he says, That's if it's out in the open, on you know, not near any of the walls. So then you need to make it, uh, you know, it's, since it's standalone, you need to have enough of a platform that you could fold down on all four sides, and that's what we said. Over there, and that was that part up to the Mishnah. Comes along the next scenario. And uh, basically, the Mishnah said that if you have a water channel that goes through your yard, so you're not allowed to access the water from that water channel on Shabbos unless you do something to make it a mechitza for it. So you're going to have to put a mechitza in the beginning when it comes in, a tentavachto mechitza and the entrance, and upon exit. Rabbi says, why do you need to do anything? The wall, you have a wall for your yard, and that wall for your yard is going to work also for the water channel. Um, Next, we saw, as Rabbi said, I have a story. There was a story about this channel from Alveol, the name of a place, where they used to use it, Alpes piz on Shabbos, they, they used the channel, so they drew water from it. So why is that allowed? So they said, that's a different reason. That's because the water channel by where they were drawing did not have the necessary dimensions to qualify as a, as a Carmelist. It has to be at least 10 deep and at least 4 toachem wide, and this didn't have the full measure. Brings us to the Gemara. Um, so basically, um, the, the, we saw in the Gemara that if you um, made in the entry way and not in the exit, or in the exit and not in the entry, we said that's not going to work unless you did it both. The uh, of in the Yitzia and in the Knesses. Rabbi says, no, the wall that the wall that that's already there above the you know like for my property wall that suffices to be also the wall to lower it down um, into the water um, So Rabuda brought a story from this case in Avel the water channel came from Avel all the way to Zipoi and they used to fill up water on Shabbos based on this Canaan. so he said they told them it's not a riot because it was 10 deep and for it wasn't 10 deep and four wide which are the necessary dimensions. We brought another b'risa that says that if you have a water channel that passes between windows, this is a little bit different scenario. So if the water channel passes between the windows and it's less than three, you can lower your bucket down and fill up. If it's three, you cannot do so. Rehob Shem says if it's less than four, you can lower, but if it's four, you cannot. And uh, the question that we want to know is what is it that has to be either less than three to be allowed and more than three not, or less than four allowed and more than four not? What is the it? If we're talking about the water channel itself, so where said in the Yochanan that the dimensions necessary to be qualified as a Carmelist is not less than four, you're telling me that he's taking sides, he's only following the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, not Tatanakama? That's hard to accept. So the says what we're talking about over here is the what it, the it is not the water channel. The it is the lip, the ledge that's at the edge of the water channel that's beneath the window. And what we're talking about is, is, uh, is making a switch. Meaning what I do is I lower, since that lip is less than the necessary dimensions to qualify as a domain to itself. Okay, because it's either less than three or less than four. So therefore, it's what we would call a makhaptor. Since it's a tor, I can lower my bucket onto it. After I lower my bucket onto it, I go into the water and draw out the water. After that, I pick it up and put it back on the ledge, and that's also a t'or Now, when I bring it back to me, I bring it back from, the, from a makhaptor to me. So that's the system, and that's how, what it means. I'm going to be machlif. I'm going to switch it. So the Gemara says, but I thought we're not allowed to do switching from a tor. Didn't Rav Dimi say in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that when you have a 4x4 four four place, uh, less, less than 4x4, four four, so it's a, what we would call a Makam Tor, it's permitted for the Bnei Rishos and the Bnei Rishos HaYachem, Bnei to both shoulder a load in that spot and take it back. But as long as they don't exchange. So why is this allowed... Because this is exchanging. So the Gemara answers that that's true that Rav Yochanan, Rav Dimi said that Rav Yochanan over there, that's because I was talking about Rishuyos that are dairaisa. Over here we're talking about Rishuyos the because after all, the domain over here, even the water channel itself is not a true Rishus it's just a Carmelist. So that's why even Rav Yochanan will be lenient over here. So on that, the Gemara brought down, Rabbi Yochanan says, really, Rosh Hashanah also, Gemara asks, Rabbi Yochanan, even by Rosh Hashanah, applies his halacha that you cannot exchange from one side to the other. Because um, the Apostle, we brought down the Mishnah, that if you have a wall between two courtyards, and the wall is ten high and four wide, we said you can make it only into two separate Eruven, but you can't make a joint eruv because you got no access if you have on top of it some fruit that are sitting on the top of the wall, so every body can climb on either side and eat while on the wall, because that's a domain to itself. Okay, but if there and if there's a breach in the wall, so up till ten Amis wide, that breach is considered a passageway, and therefore, if you have options now to either make two separate eruvim or make a joint there. And if um, and if uh, if it's wider than that, so then you can't make it as two eruvim because it's too wide to be considered pesach, and it's considered that it's one area. And if it's one area, they can only make a single joint eruv and not two separate eruvim. And we said, well, what would be? We only talked about when the wall was four wide. What if the wall is a narrower wall that's not a full four wide? And we said that, according to Rav, that the two domains have connection to both, both have a connection to that area. And therefore, the, they each prohibit the other one from doing anything on top of the wall. And you can't move it even a bit. And Rabbi Yochanan says, well, not a problem. I can put up all my things on the wall and eat it. You can put up your things on the wall and eat it. And this is Rabbi Yochanan Lashita, so who says that it's what we call, what we would call a Mugam Torr. And both Rishos the Rav and Rishos the are allowed to be the are allowed to use it, as long as we don't exchange. Which we see, we're talking only here between two chatzeros, which is only rabbinically prohibited anyway. And we're saying we can't do an exchange. We can only bring up my own thing and eat it up there, or bring it down. But what I put up, but I can't exchange between me and you by putting it down there. So well, that's a contradiction. So the Gemara says, that's going like Ziru, that's really Ziru who said that. So Gemara says, "Fine." So it's Ziri; it's not Rabbi Yochanan. So isn't there a contradiction in Ziri? So Gemara says, "No." Ziri will tell you that what we're talking about—the three and four—is not the ledge and doing an exchange, because he would say, "Of course, you're not allowed to do the ledge exchange thing, because even a makom even between Rishus Darabanon, it's still prohibited to make any uh, any switch, any exchange." But what he would be talking about is the channel. And according to him, he would say that Ravdimi, who says that a carmelist needs to have for sure at least the dimensions of four Amas, that's a matter of opinion. It's a Machlokas how wide is necessary to be considered a carmelist. According to our Tanakama, that Tanakama, in Ziyiri's interpretation, that would be uh, only needed to be more than three to be called a carmelist. Okay. So the Gemara asks a new question. The Gemara says, I don't understand. Why don't we say, even if it does not have the dimensions in its own, but it's an extension of something that has the dimensions, and every extension is the same status as the thing itself? Like we find by Chorin Rishus Rabin, like the holes in the Rishusha Rabin, even though it doesn't have the dimensions necessary to qualify as Rishus Rabin, but it's adjacent to it. It's useful to the people in the Rosh Rabin, like a hole in the wall that's nearby. You want to might want to put something down in there. So that has a halachic status as Rishus Rabin. That same concept should apply to the Carmelists. And even though right now this is narrower than necessary than required, it should still be an extension and have the same status as a carmelist. So we saw two answers for this. First answer was Habay Bar Oven, or Mchanin Bar Oven, who both say that it's, since it's only a rabbinically invented, a rabbinic invention, this Rishot is called Kamalist, we don't make extensions to it. There's no such thing as a Chor in the Kamalist. That's Rabbi Abayabar Oven or Rabbi Hanina answer. Rabbi Ashi says that not true. Could be that even a Karmelist will have Chorin, but that's only when they're right next to it. Over here, it's Mufluk. It's the, the, the area of this water channel that's wide is all the way somewhere else. That's not considered an extension when it's so much further down along the stream. And that's why it's, um, and that's the reason why we don't consider this. Chore and uh, but theoretically if it was right nearby it would be considered there is such a thing and that's because the rabbinic follow the Torah law and if it's true in the, in the Torah law that when you have Rishos and there's a hole that's nearby that's useful to it it becomes an extension of Rishos HaRabim it would be the same thing for the Karmelis, who is a rabbinic which is basically what we would call a rabbinic Rishos HaRabbim, in a sense Ravina says, another answer, the whole thing that we're talking about with the three and the four is a separate thing. We're talking about where I didn't make a proper gate, but I, what I did is, I think the word is like a sluice, which is basically, it covers the, blocks the water from flowing, and the gap that it left was either under three t'vachim, which is lavot, and therefore it's considered as if it's enclosed in the water, and therefore I would be allowed to draw the water from uh, if they do that, did that on both sides. Or, um, according to Rabbi Shim Gamliel, it could be, be within four Amas, up to um, four Tvachim, up to four Tvachim, because once it's up to Fort Tvachim, according to Rabbi Shim Gamliel, that's the old Macho, he says it's Lavot any time it's under four Tvachim, which we've seen that dispute before, and that took us to the Mishnah on Pei Zayn amid Base. We, we just learned the Mishnah yesterday, and we stopped after that, but it's familiar from, the from, we quoted this Mishnah a number of times before. This is when you have a platform that comes out of the window that you want to use. It's hanging over the water. And you want to draw water from it. So this is not like Rabbi Hanania ben, uh, ben Akavya because you got to put real walls on it, hang, albeit hanging walls. It's a mechitza, that's tuluya, it's hanging. But it's what enables me to draw water from, from it. And uh, otherwise, you would not be allowed to draw water. Now, um, if you, um, if you, uh, now, the, we mentioned also in the Mishnah that if there are two gezuzros, which is two separate pla- platforms that are adjacent to each other, and you only made the 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 tikkun on one of them, you only fixed up one of them with the walls, these hanging walls, to draw the water. That neither of them would be allowed to use it because the rights of one impinge on the other unless they made an eruv to join the two property, two uh, together. And that is what we saw in the Mishnah. And that is as far as we got to yesterday. And we'll take it from there. One second.